I mean, I'm totally fine drinking at home alone, but I like I need to get some wine. I mean, I can drink a whole bottle myself. Yeah, but I miss like going out and like drinking with people. I don't know. I, like drinking a bottle by yourself is fine, but it's also kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, what, like what what would that even be called? There's a term for it. I, I what's that called again? Cool. No, I'm not. <laughs> I started off right. Welcome to another Saturday. I found an excuse to wear green lipstick. I'm Jillian. And being lactose intolerant is not going to stop this lady from having whipped cream. I'm Molly. And welcome to our third installment of Happy Hour with Jill and Molly. Oh my gosh. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy look at you and your green. Look at you and your green. Look at our green drinks. Look at your Grogu. Look at all. Yeah, We're all these, decked out. These no one, these drinks though. Whew. I this these is drinks. like a this is I I was telling you guys when I was making them. I said I had one and I, I, I my face was red. Like <laughs> this is like this is a deadly thing. But oh, it is quite good. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot remember the last time I've had Jameson. So this is delightful. Oh, I, oh, oh, I certainly can. I certainly can remember. <laughs> but yes, uh, welcome everyone to our St. Patrick's Day version of the world famous Happy Hour with Jill and Molly. We're so happy to have you. And let's just get this ball rolling, man. Let's get this party started. We've got a full house today. We have some amazing guests. We have from the Schmodown community, we have Deception themselves. We have Adam Collins and Marisol McKee. Welcome! Deception. Look at these beautiful people. Welcome to Happy hello, Hour, you guys. Hello, hello. hello. Wingapo, everybody. Wing, wing. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta do it properly. There was a Disney reference. Wingapo. Hello. Wingapo. <laughs> uh, no. I'm say that later. <laughs> Welcome to Happy Hour, you guys. Oh my God, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, cheers. 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 Cheers to everyone uh, who is joining us who also uh, bought all the ingredients to make this drink. I know. I'm sorry (laughs) that your wallet may be hurting right now, but we are here in good fun. And these drinks are solid. These drinks Mm -hmm. are great. I'm going to be, like I said, my liver is going to kill me tomorrow, but it's okay. It's all good. I hope everyone did their their patriotic duty and used just a little bit of that stimulus to get all the ingredients for us. Exactly. Use those Biden bucks. Paid for by my Biden books. Thanks, Biden Cheers to Uncle Joe. Cheers, Uncle (laughs) Joe. Thank you. We appreciate you and all you do for us. You made this possible. Cheers to Sean Sullivan for for making this recipe for us. Yes, cheers to Sean, the saint, the scoundrel, Sully, whatever you may call him. Cheers (laughs) to him. This is actually, um, so this is a staple in the Sullivan household for St. Patrick's Day. Clearly, if you didn't know, they are an Irish family. So St. Patrick's Day is a big deal for them. And this is originally a shot that he makes every single St. Patrick's Day. So I was like, you need to make your shot for St. Patrick's Day happy hour. He's like, yeah, but you can't have a shot for happy hour. This is like a one and done. So we had to, you know, think of a way to turn the shot into a cocktail. And thank you also, Brandy, for being Sean's like across the country taste tester. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brandy. We appreciate <laughs> she helped. She maybe helped more so than I even did because I'm not a big whiskey drinker. So cheers to Brandy for helping make this uh, happen because this drink is solid. It's pretty mm. good. It is good. Creme de menthe is a nice touch. Um, has anyone ever heard of Dr. McGillicuddy's uh, liqueur? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you usually see it discarded at bus stops, uh, <laughs> bottles. But like honestly, uh, the the menthol mint uh, is an adequate substitute in a pinch if you can't find creme de menthe. And, and you go to your neighborhood liquor store that opens at 8 a.m., you'll be able to find Ooh. Dr. McGillicuddy's mm. menthol mint. Mm. <laughs> Good to know. I'll save that for I worked in retail for a number of years, oftentimes next to liquor stores that would open early and it was like Black Friday most mornings with people lined up. So, oh, And then wow. I would see a lot of discarded Dr. McKillicuddy's bottles. Oh, wow. But it's Heard good product it. research. You know. Got to get that mint mint liquor in at, you know, <laughs> start your day. Nothing, nothing <laughs> like a crisp shot of Dr. McGillicuddy to start off the day. <laughs> nothing like that to get your day starting, you know. It's your every Tuesday. You just gotta. Well, now I have like a bottle of creme de menthe now, like mm-hmm. at my place. So I'm going to go bananas. I'm going to go to the ends of the internet and back to find every single ingredient that and involves see, this stuff. See, and that's the good thing because people are like, oh my God, it's so expensive. But then when you buy it, you like think of other cocktails to make with it. And that's what's beautiful. And that's why now we currently have like a full stock bar because we just. <laughs> That's why we have this show because we need to get rid of the liquor that we have sitting on our bar. So. <laughs> I go through phases with that. Like I went through a, um, um, I had a bottle, I had bought a bottle of limoncello for like one little drink. Cause I was curious, like there was one little drink that I wanted to try and it was delicious and it was great. But then I just had this big ass, there's no like small bottles of limoncello. So no, like they like big, big. Yeah, I have this wine bottle of limoncello and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, I guess I'm going to, and so, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not one to back away from the challenge. So I just spent the next like four months drinking limoncello cocktails because, because why not? <laughs> you got to work with what you have. No, exactly. exactly. And that's what, how we come up with crazy, crazy cocktails. And I'm so excited to like explore these. Cause I'm not a big, I've never been like a big mixology person. Like I, mm-hmm. I used to work at a bar. I like a big, you know, bar rescue fan, but like, could I make a cocktail now? Mm-hmm. Like, unless you give me like the ingredients, but Sean's like, Ooh, let's mix this with this, with this and see what happens. And I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I know how to make most of the basics, uh, but that's about it. Nothing, nothing fancy. I also do think that the quarantine turned all of us into these mixologists, quote unquote. Cause like now that like, like I, before the quarantine, like I couldn't make a drink for shit. Like I, I just, because I always had somebody else make a drink for me, of course. Like I could make basics like Manhattan and and, and, and something, but um, but yeah, like I, I was like, what I, I, what is this? What, how does this work? Like I've always had somebody else do it. Um, and now that then all of a sudden when I couldn't go out anymore, I was just like, I was just like, well, I'm about to just, I, I put myself through like pretty much two weeks of self self taught bartender school and just became became the house mixologist at my at my at my household. So, oh my god, I so dig that. It's so funny the things we've learned in quarantine. Like everyone's learned. Like everyone has gotten like better camera quality. We all know how to mm-hmm. work a streaming thing. Like mm-hmm. we've all become cocktails. Like some of us have picked up hobbies. So I mean, there's some 
positives, I guess you could say, to this craziness of a year we just had, you know? Yeah, my, my yeah. alcohol tolerance has skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Um, if, if I may, um, uh, Marisol uh, shared one recipe with me. Uh, Ooh, for a very for a very strong drink that I've become very fond of. Is it okay if I share it? Yeah. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I don't know if it's patent pending or anything like that. So it's pending. Uh, she it's told me about this recipe, and I and I put it together. Um, it's very strong. Um, yeah, uh, but it is sort of unofficially uh, called the uh, coyote, um, just because <gasps> it's. It. It is, it is something like, you know, um, we had a lot to celebrate all as a faction at the end of last season and, mm -hmm. and we were, we were coming up with new things to, to drink. And I took a liking to this recipe and, uh, I just, I made sure that Marisol wouldn't have any issue with me, uh, applying a certain moniker to it. Uh, for now she's letting it slide. So hopefully <laughs> for now, no, it was all good. Like but basically like... <laughs> I need to know what this recipe is now okay so it is it is two shots of uh two shots of tequila half a molly's shot of absinthe a shot yes. of lemon juice and uh basically a splash of honey to sweeten it up and then you mix it up and you pour it over ice and it's just this really tasty citrusy drink with that strong back taste from the absinthe and i'm a whiskey drinker so my problem with cocktails yeah. is sometimes they're too watered down for me so when I got a wind of that drink, I realized I, I had a liking to it. And I have since done variations on it with mezcal and other other liquors and stuff. And it's very, very tasty, but it's it's something that's going to put you to bed. So I, I'm sold. I'm sold. You sold Molly at a, what, tequila. What was it? tequila. And then I'm yeah. sure Sean just is in the other room going, I heard absinthe. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, remember when I told you that like like once I got a bottle for something, I'm like, well, I guess this is what's gonna be in all my drinks. Uh, I bought this giant ass bottle of absinthe because you know whatever. And absinthe is so underused in drinks. Like it's usually mm -hmm. just like like a wash or like a rinse on like something. And I'm just like, I mean like like like, like Sazeracs are great, whatever. But like I was like, look, I've got like I've got a handle of this. And I was like, I need to, I need to figure out a way to like actually, actually make a dent in this. And then I kind of stumbled upon this recipe that had all the ingredients that Adam was talking about. And I tweaked it just a little bit. Um, and we slapped that new name on it because like, I, I, I told him about it because like, I also would like booze during like our sessions, our study sessions, um, because, you know, because why not? I mean, um, and uh, yeah. I don't need an explanation for that. Yeah. Um, Ask solely about it. <laughs> I, oh, I, I have I have popped in and walked by, and I'm like, "Ooh, this these are parties." You may have witnessed us these in are, These are parties. So before we continue, we do have um, some super chats that I do want to get through. Uh, we have one from Sleep of Giants Green. Yes, Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Everybody is currently green. Um, from Tim Sim, can't drink tonight with y'all, so I'm getting ready for tomorrow's 10K race with COVID protocols implemented. Yay, safe racing. Oh, we love hey. it. Crowd, hashtag crowd surfing for Jesus. Cheers to the hashtag crowd surfing for Jesus. That is an OG, uh, that is an OG happy hour reference. And Chris Barnes, thank you for the super chat. Hey, everyone, no fancy cocktails here, unfortunately, but have a few hoppy beers. We'll allow some hoppy beers. What a week of Schmodown action we have had topped off with drinks and deception. 
Cheers. What a way to top off a week of Schmodown. Yes. Oh, this, this has been a week. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> And I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna drink. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. I think me and Alex have been slowly just uh, staying drunk for uh, the past <laughs> 24 hours. Like, yeah. I encourage, I encourage you to keep up the pattern. <laughs> it's, it's. I will say also that this drink is Alex Damon approved. So Alex yeah. also drink. I, I made him one because, so I spent probably twice as much, maybe not twice as much, but I bought ingredients for this for like the dairy version. And then I bought all the non-dairy versions of like the Irish cream. And I, I didn't get the non-dairy whipped cream. So I was like, eh, you know, treat yourself. I, I can, I can suffer through a little bit of this. And I got like the almond milk creamer. So I made, Alex's full dairy version, and then PJ, I made hushed. And he can't taste the difference, but uh, I think I can. But it's still, it like it's surprisingly just as good. Just mm -hmm. it's. I know. I saw that you were like, "Oh, dairy free." I was like, "Oh, you could probably totally make this dairy free." So if you hmm. are lactose or dairy free in your diet, we you can make this a di a dairy free drink. Um, no, but like, yeah, I'm PJ, stop it. I mean, What's I PJ just, saying? He said, "Sorry, Molly and Alex," and I'm stop it. Oh yeah, well stop. He, that PJ is such a rapscallion. I'll tell you, <laughs> he really gets up to it on the weekends. We <laughs> we we stand PJ Campbell in this household. Oh PJ yeah, was I meant, like, that, was a, I meant that as a sure. compliment. I meant that as a compliment. <laughs> PJ was like, "I'm going to make sure Alex loses that belt for sure." <laughs> Yeah. Look, it was it was thrilling. It was thrilling either way. It was it was one of the best matches that have ever existed Insanity. either way. Um, Insanity. And no matter what which way it went. Um and yeah. So it was craziness. Craziness. But that that belt is coming back to the Damon household. Oh yeah. It's only a matter of time. We're gonna send it, we're gonna send it with a prepaid return label. Uh with a little note that says, see you back in May. <laughs> yeah, this expires after X number of days. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's a great, great reward to beat uh, an amazing champion and then get to play them immediately again. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. it's, it's also really good for your anxiety. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. I can only uh, imagine. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't speak from any, any level of uh, experience. Well, I, I told Alex uh, leading up to this match, I was like, dude, you haven't had any like real hard competition till just recently, till like last season. We started seeing more and more people pop up. And now this season, we've got even more people in the Star Wars League. And I was like, you're probably going to lose that belt and you're going to have to work a lot harder than you have been to get it back. And now he knows. So. <laughs> I can is he imagine. drinking tonight? Where is he? Where is he's, he? has one of these. He's yeah, got one he, of these tonight. He has one of these. Alex, he's in the next office. Alex, over. I know you're there. No pressure. <laughs> but, you know, you're still my champion. Also, sorry, spoiler alert. Probably should have said that for people oh, in the chat. Oops. But I mean, <laughs> hey, it, you, sorry. 
Um, anyway, so we do have hour. happy hour. Um, so Jake, you, you said we got some stream labs. Hi, Jake. Say everyone say hi, Jake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just have one so far. Um, but it's it's exactly what you guys are talking about. So you guys can probably cool. uh, talk about it a little bit more. And this is from Dragon Seventeen, and he or she yeah. says, "Hey, uh, I want to get everyone's opinion on the Star Wars match from yesterday." especially Collins um, and Molly. I hope Alex is doing well and not too bummed about the match. He played like the best and that was by far the best match of all time. Mm. Yeah. He's doing fine. Thanks, Jake. He, he had like an hour where he was bummed and then he was like, you know what? I didn't go out like a punk. It is what it is. And I'll play it, play for it again. Alex was just how he was in. He was classy as F. He was like, yeah. I'm putting my board down. Like he, I don't know how he does it. Because he's honestly, he's an amazing freaking human being. And if that were me, I would have just knocked over everything in oh, my I entire office. Did, did. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to join the party. It's fine. <laughs> well, it's like it's like what you do when you're excellent at what you do, and you're also a really excellent sport. And mm -hmm. and Alex is clearly both of those things. And and I. I can only imagine, I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for him, obviously, you know, better than I do. Um, but I can only imagine if I were somebody who was as dominant, as excellent as him, like I, I would be, if I got faced with this opportunity, yeah, of course, like there's a sense of pride about losing somebody you had for so long, but it's also like, it's also like a rebirth and it's, and it's invigorating, you know, yeah. to, to, to now get a second win and get a new and get a new fire under your ass that you didn't have before, because there's something like, like to work for. It's like almost like a new challenge in the, in the way, like you were talking about, like, you know, like he's feeling all this competition this year and that would if i were somebody as excellent as at what i did as as he is that would that would like light me up that would fuel me like that would mm -hmm. that would be like an exciting new challenge for somebody who hasn't been challenged like you know like he hasn't been challenged on that level for a while that's why he's that's why he's the the cream of the, the top of the pack um so it's, <laughs> it's like an awesome opportunity you know yeah i know that sure. sounds idealistic but that's how i would feel <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, uh, I have to give Hobbit Foot Andy a huge shout out. He sent us a he care package of three different kinds of Tim Tams, <gasps> all the way from Australia. They are the best. They are so good, and like they sell Tim Tams here, they are not the same. No, they're not as the Australian ones. Ugh, walk me, walk me through a Tim Tam. I'm sorry. It's like a, it's it's like kind of a cracker encased in chocolate and they have like a caramel one and a dark chocolate one and they have like a double coated chocolate one. It's just like the best chocolate biscuit cookie oh, you will ever have. Wait, well, uh, are those not the ones I'm sorry. No, please. No, are those not the ones are those not the ones like there's like something like that where it like looks like a little chocolate hippo and like a white and red box. Do you know what I'm talking about? Now I want a chocolate hippo. Like, <laughs> I want whatever you're talking about. I'll they're chocolate, chocolate hippo, hippo biscuits. Yeah. And and they're they're definitely an import. And mm. that was my favorite punk band of the 1980s. Chocolate hippo. Chocolate hippo. Chocolate <laughs> hippo biscuits. Chocolate hippo biscuits. <laughs> See, my favorite import snack is from the UK and it's jammy dodgers. For anyone who knows what a jammy dodger is, they are the best cookies freaking ever so they're there's they're shortbread sandwich cookies and in the middle it's just like a strawberry jam and they're just mm. the, so i'm not a big sweets person but they're mm. just the right amount of sweetness and ugh, i could literally eat an entire container of jammy dodgers in like two minutes they're so and funny. that sounds like one of the gangs from peaky blinders jammy dodgers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's uh it sounds it sounds like a like a little league 
It does. Uh, it does. It's, like, it's, it's the Dodgers AAA team. The Jammy Dodgers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Adam, what are your thoughts on the Star Wars match? What do you Oh, yes. Uh, so many thoughts. So, first of all, I'm in the clear. I didn't I didn't uh, spoil the match, right? That was – it was already being discussed, yes? I need to involve myself. <laughs> hey, you, you can it's just blame me. According <laughs> to Greg Hancock, we allowed to spoil-ish. So yeah. – Well, um, – <laughs> Obviously, it was uh, an historic match in, in every sense of the word, uh, the level of accuracy. But that's what Star Wars has become. It's become a Terminator-level division. And uh, there's literally no room for error. There's no room to breathe. There's no room to you know, uh, answer the call of nature. You have to completely be perfect. Um, so we all know Alex knew the answer. Uh, it's just a matter of timing, and I've I've been there where like I barely got my repeating time just to finish writing something I already knew, um, and then uh, then like in the in the horror free for all I didn't finish writing uh, an answer, and that almost cost me getting eliminated. So it's 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 really uh, razor thin. Um, what I mentioned earlier was uh, what I feel for Dimolanta right now is he just completed something that felt impossible and he has to immediately play Damon again and being in a similar yep. position with Dan, it's, it's very daunting. Um, uh, plus, you know, Alex is going to come back, uh, with, with, you know, twice or three times the fury. Um, but I'm just if happy to see say, if you can say what he has as fury. That's I, <laughs> I, look, 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 Alex is one of those people, and this is this is a trivia metaphor, not meant to be taken literally, but one of those people who will, you know, uh, have a knife to your throat in the dark, like before you even know he's there. He's he's that kind of dangerous. So um, I, I was I was blown away by by the acumen of both players. Um, as someone who has, you know, boyhood aspirations and maybe dabbling in that division someday in the distant future. I, this was a reality check, and I was I was in awe of both of these gentlemen. And I have no doubt Alex is more than capable of getting that belt back. But all credit to Dimolanta for ha being perfect. He had to be perfect, and yeah. and Damon was essentially as well. That's why it was such an impressive match. Yeah, I, it just kind of the whole announcing the winner and then the challenge. I think just rattled him just enough to to where he he couldn't pull that last one. But that, that's how the game goes. That's so. Schmodown for you. Mm -hmm. That's that's classic Schmodown for you. It's it's, I, and I will say, I will say someone who has learned Star Wars like more so than I would ever thought in the past two years. I was trying to like even answer any remote sort of question in this match, and I was like, oh, I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna sit here. <laughs> Not even gonna bother these. I nope. Yeah. I mean it's 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 daunting to say the least, even when you know the material. And yeah. uh, what I'll say about Alex especially is the reason the division is what it is now is because of Alex. 100%. Undeniable. 100%. And if Alex weren't so dominant, Christian wouldn't have recruited, you know, like the equivalent of like the Legion of Doom of Star Wars players to like <laughs> throw them at Alex just to see, you know, how how much he could defend. And Alex will have that belt again, and he'll have to defend it. And people are going to continue to be perfect in that division. That's 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 the thing about Star Wars when you can when you can study a finite level of information and you already love it. 
uh, the depth is just astronomical. So um, I, hats off to both of them. I, I was blown away by it. It was, if that's not match of the year contender, that's the match to be. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> and we're just getting started, you guys. Um, so side note, um, so we do have some super chats that have come in. Uh, Brian, Jake, thank you. Will Watson, oh, we love Will, Will. here. Thank you, Will. Got to roll through and say hi to the View crew and happy hour, Jolly Jill. The dungeon's own Magic Molly and diabolical deception with Lady Justice balancing scales and the coyote hide hold. I thought it said hiding, holding the belt. <laughs> Writing the book, he's like, uh, no, this is thank you, Will. <laughs> love Will, and oh, thanks, Billy. What up, view crew? First, I love deception, same. Second, my question aside from Lord Shrek, what are your favorite things associated with the color green? <gasps> Grogu. Molly, I was gonna say, Molly's, yeah, <laughs> Molly's like, hello, hello, <laughs> you know who I am. Do you have you met Molly Damon? Hello, Molly Damon, world, world, Molly Damon. <laughs> uh, my what's my go-to green thing um i don't know i so for me when i think of green it goes to like my childhood of like nickelodeon mm -hmm. and like the slime from nickelodeon mm -hmm. i don't know it's just like this nostalgic mm -hmm. thing for i think all of us kids born in like the 90s or like late 80s were like my goal in life is to get slimed like, I want that Nickelodeon slime to pour down my head. I want to know what it feels like. I want to know what it tastes like. And I don't know. It might be weird. I don't know. I never got slimed in my life. Maybe one day it'll happen. But no. But it was always I think fascinating. Mark, Mark's, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You're, you're good. It was always fascinating to hear, like, whenever people would be like, it's so cold. Like, you know, like, when they got slimed or something yeah. like that, they would always say, like, and I know exactly what you mean. I, I would just be like, I want to know what that feels like. It probably is like silly putty because I used to eat silly putty a lot, and silly putty was so right? salty. It was so salty and cold. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I feel like slime would probably be the same. I put some silly putty in this drink, actually. Yeah, oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's silly putty. It's I'm so exactly. I'm going to do a real either throwback or a pullback from your Rolodex in your brain. But so if anyone remembers Figure It Out on Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Danny Tamborelli. Every single time mm -hmm. he would get slimed, he would look up and like it would pour in his mouth because he somehow liked the taste of it. And I'm like, what is in that where you just voluntarily go? Ah! Oh my goodness! <laughs> Probably the same shit that's in Silly Putty. Yeah, it has it's to like, be, like I mean, but it has to be like, like it has to be edible. They're pouring this on top of people. It can't be like toxic, yeah. you know. See, yeah. my mind likes to think back and and assume that they were all indoctrinated into some Lovecraftian uh, cult through baptism by slime. It just it just feels <laughs> right. So like, yeah, like, here's, you will be like, bathed in the discharge of Cthulhu, and you will be bathed. <laughs> Dan Camarelli. Did you say bathed in the discharge of Cthulhu? Yeah, that makes us really yes. fun drinking this now. That was the runner-up game for this drink. Mm. Ah, discharge of Cthulhu. Discharge yes. Instead of Sully's mm. shake, we're now going to call it discharge of Cthulhu. <laughs> Thanks, Adam Collins. We appreciate you. Hey, it tastes great. <laughs> the old gods, the old gods approve. <laughs> Welcome to happy hour, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard uh, the stories about Double Dare? Like when no. it's so like the, during the first season, the first season or two of Double Dare, you can kind of Google Double Dare early days or something like that when mm -hmm. they would literally use all edible, like real whipped cream, real 
like chocolate yeah. and everything for all this stuff. And the the people that worked on the show came out like years later and they were like, the set for that show was so disgusting and smelled so terrible that like it was hard for them to not vomit whenever they had to film Ew. because everything was real whipped cream and like they just didn't do a good job cleaning after every time they did the show and it's 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 crazy to read about and to be like wow these people had to clean up some nasty shit and you can't get that stuff out of every crack. Like, you know, that stuff gets in the cracks. So it just probably smelled like, like, like yes. old cream, like old milk. Like, Ugh. like, like, mm -hmm. and we've all smelled that smell. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Mm. <laughs> now I want to know while we're on this topic, what is like an old school Nickelodeon game show that you wanted to be on? Like Double Dare. So for me, it was uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. I think that's everybody's number one answer, right? That has that's to be. That's a big one. That's a big that's one a, for most. That's a yeah. big one. Hidden Temple. Like, cause A, cause that game was like awesome. Every, okay, so what was your favorite team? Were you a Blue Barracuda? Were you like a, what, what was your, what was your go-to? Was, wasn't there like a Silver Monkeys or? Silver Monkeys, yeah. I think I was a Silver Monkeys girl, if that's one. I don't even think I remembered because blue was always my favorite color. So I just wanted I to be probably the blue team. I, yeah, I don't think there was ever like another team. Like there wasn't there like a purple team. I don't think yes, I ever even considered the purple, the purple Jaguars, team. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. I, wow. I just don't think they were. They what? were probably like a close this second. My Rolodex is old school freaking. Like <laughs> oh, okay. So here we go. We had the red jaguars, the blue barracudas, mm -hmm. the green monkeys, the orange iguanas, the purple parrots, and the silver snakes. Silver snakes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Silver. Yeah. Thank you, Brandy. Ah, uh, yes. So what? Okay. So yes. hold on. So there was. Now I'm trying to think of, so there was Legends, there was Double Dare, there was Figure It Out. What was the one where you had to like climb a mountain at the end? That's that's actually that's, my number one, was, is Guts. Yeah. Guts! Oh my god, thank you. I was like, what is you it got that You got that trophy. huge trophy, and I was like, uh, I would I would probably not do very well, but I would do my darndest to get up at that, the top of that I mountain. That freaking trophy, like it was just, like I would display that now as like an almost 30 year old. I'd be like, yeah. that's my freaking guts trophy and, like, and you know what's great exactly and and uh what blows my mind is that the host went on to become like a successful like tv and indie film actor did he yeah. really mike, mike o'malley yeah mike o'malley uh from he played kurt's father on glee and he's been in a number of movies uh he was the host of guts mm. oh okay Ma mike o'malley yeah. The host of Double Dare went on to do like Food Network stuff. Mark Summers. Yeah. Mark Summers, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Food Network. And Whatever was, happened to Summer Sanders, Sanders, the host of Figure It Out? Whatever happened to her? Oh. What the hell? <laughs> what happened to all these people? What happened to like our childhood like actors and like these prominent people in our child? There was so one of the last cons I went to before like the world hit the fan. Um, there was an all that <laughs> reunion. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I almost cried because it had like Danny Tamborelli. It had, um, oh my God. Well, it, had, it, had, it didn't have Keenan, Good. but it had Cal Mitchell. Um, it had. Uh, Keenan is on Lori, SNL, right? Lori mm -hmm. Beth Lindbergh. Yep. So it had like all of like the OG, like mm -hmm. all that people. And I was like, <sighs> like, I think everyone when they were a kid was like, I want to be an improv actor and I want to be on all that. 
Do you remember yeah. the sketch, uh, The Adventures of Peter and Flynn? Yes. Yes. That was one of my favorite sketches uh, <laughs> where Josh, what's his name, played Flem, and uh, Kel was Peter, um, and Flem was always doing something uh, uncivilized. Uh, um, but uh, the game show that I always wanted to be on was uh, Nick Arcade. Uh, I really... Yeah. Nick Arcade was early 90s, um, ran for a few seasons, and the gag was like, you know, these kids would come on... Um, and they would uh, play these like mini video games. Um, uh, and then at the end, the, the, it would always be a team of two kids. They would go into like this green screen room and they would have to like look at a green screen as they're interacting with a video game interface. And like, wow. and, and that was like the, the final level of every episode. Like these kids would like play two out of three regular video game matches or something like that. Uh, on actual arcade cabinets. And then at the end, they would go into a green screen room and they would be the video game for the final part of the show. Oh, how cool. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. And they Man. could evolve that and reboot it in so many ways now. Dude, I miss these shows. See, now, Do they even now, have any game shows on like... like They had Jedi Temple Challenge. Oh, that's okay. right. I still haven't Which, watched mm -hmm. any of that. Is it, it looks like, oh. it literally feels like Legends of the Hidden Temple. It but is. It is. It's so good. And Ahmed Best as Love. the host. Yeah, cheers so to Ahmed Best. Cheers Dude. to Ahmed Best. We, we stand. Yes. We stand. Ke Beck is his canon um, Jedi name in that show, and I just, I just want to meet him as Kellerin Beck. We, we know the people who run that show, and we begged them. We were right? like, so can, can I just say? Do like an adult episode, and they were like, "Can I? See, if no one has seen Alex and Molly's like audition video for, uh, it's so freaking good. It's the we best. Did that, we did that for Halloween last year. It's we were so the, good. The orange team. <laughs> the orange team. So now, yeah. now all in my head, like literally, the only thing that's replaying in my head right now is repair, man, 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 man. <laughs> From all that, kill Mitchell. Yeah. Repair, yeah. man, 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 man. Uh, and then, of course, of course, the uh, who loves orange soda? Of course. <laughs> Kel. Oh, yeah. loves orange soda. I is, do, I do, I do. Is it like his bit in the, in the bathtub? What was it? Something escargot? Oh, he was, oh yeah. yeah. Pierre, Pierre, Pierre escargot. escargot. Yes. Je <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, it's streaming. I'm sure all that is streaming on something. It I'm sure it is. It, if anything, it's on Paramount now because Paramount is getting all these Nickelodeon shows. Has anyone mm. seen the new stuff for the Rugrats remake on that's going to be on Paramount? Mm. No. I have, I have not. So they I are redoing they Rugrats. Mm -hmm. It's all the same cast, which is awesome, but it's in it's computer animated and I don't know how I feel about it. It's kind of no. weird. No. Yeah. That's always gonna feel weird and soulless and uncanny. That's gonna be so like yeah. ugh, I don't know. It's not my thing. Yeah, I saw I like to even today Miss Frizzle was uh trending today on Twitter so because apparently she's gonna remake. Here's my problem with that. A that is not Miss Frizzle, that's her little sister or like her cousin. Um, <laughs> B, that remake has been a thing for the past like three years. Like it's not oh, new. really not new. <laughs> it's just picking up traction. This is not a new thing. But I, anyway, I'll get off my stuff. 
Yeah, no. yeah, she, no, it's she's Miss Sizzle now. She's Miss Sizzle. <laughs> Sizzle. <laughs> she's bringing I, the heat. Yeah, I'm she got her hair straightened her. and all that. Mm. Oh no, 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 no. That's not. That's no, not I liked her hair. I liked her my, hair. But... Not my frizzle. No. Not my frizzle. No. Um, she made me so proud to have big, like poofy frizzy hair. No, she was. Also, she was an icon. I also have big poofy frizzy hair, but I blow dried it today, and it's mm -hmm. it happens. It was like Miss Frizzle, and then Hermione right after that were just like my icons. I was so, just like, okay, yes, so own the bushiness. Yes. So fun fact: my hair when I don't do it and I just like shower and I don't and I just towel dry it and I let it sit it is Hermione Granger a la first movie like before they made her pretty like it's like <laughs> the big poof frizz that is my hair yeah, yeah the Hermione hair the actual canon Hermione hair that lasted Correct. for one movie and then immediately in the next movie they were just like we need to super super we stylize this hair. we need to relax the shit out of this yeah we need to super stylize this and and make it look like Hermione just got a perm every fucking morning. And and I just, I just, that, that that's not right. That's not right. It's not my Hermione. Okay. All right. It's not my <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have a lot of those. I, I'm stubborn with that. That, that. that was, that, that's one of my struggles with the franchise as well. I have to admit. It's, I, I don't even, don't even get me started on my struggles with the, with the films. Like, uh, and here I go getting started. Um, <laughs> they, my number one complaint of the films is they did Ginny dirty. They did her so dirty. She, okay, book Ginny is one of my favorite characters. She's awesome. Movie Ginny is just horrendous. I'm sorry, Bonnie Wright, you're great, but movie Ginny is straight trash. Like, her. <laughs> Like Bonnie, yeah, Bonnie writes like honestly, she's okay. I can't even judge her off of that because like she's just like okay because they give her like nothing to work with. No, and right. and they make they turn Ginny like the feistiest, most most like when the feistiest, most most like I can't I, just most go getter female characters in the book and turn her into just like just like. She's literally in the, literally in the series in the Dude, film. She's, she's Harry's love interest. That is it. She is there to tie Harry's shoes and to make things awkward. That is all she does in the movie series. But like, she is the most badass character in the book series, and they just straight up did her dirty. I always hoped. I know they they didn't have the time or the resource to it because they were too busy, you know, like crapping out eight movies in ten years. Like I get it, but like I always had the dream, like especially when you were watching the Lord of the Rings extended editions come out, like and and look, you can't ask. The, the Harry Potter productions were just like they had so many other moving parts and so many people coming on and off the production teams. Like, no, I know it was such a like a bigger, in some ways, a bigger undertaking, a different but like bigger and more complicated undertaking than doing the Lord of the Rings movies, you know. Um, um, but like, I always had like a, a prayer in the back of my mind. I know we got like deleted scenes, but it would have just been so clutch if we got like extended editions of like so many of the Potter films to just to just to just pay attention to all the things that they had to drop from the books, like all the things they did have to drop, you know. And that would have been my dream. I know that would have been impossible. Like that would have just been so, just such a it a, like it would just been so complicated to do, and they wouldn't have time because they were just too busy, like just trying to get the next movie out. 
but but if they had had the time to have like extended cuts where they just like take like see those extended cuts, minutes. I would sit down and watch. I would oh, be yeah. like, hey, hey, oh yeah, get on the horn, call your senators, let them know you want the Gates cuts. All right, we want <laughs> extended editions right now. Yeah, yeah, we can get that you out know, of the, the series. Uh, if I may, if I may, in the spirit of new wheel slices, uh, uh, if you had to recast the main characters in Harry Potter with professional wrestlers, who would you cast? With professional wrestlers? Oh, yeah, I'll start. I'll start. King Kong Bundy as Snape. Um, that would be oh. excellent to see. I don't know. Let's see wrestlers. if anyone gets that reference oh. in the chat. Well enough. So I would, want, I would want Edge and Christian as um, the Weasley twins. Okay. Uh, just that makes sense to me. Or hey, we could gender swap them. We could put the Bella twins in there. You know, whatever. Um, Ooh. Hulk Hogan is Hermione. <laughs> no, Hulk Hogan. I can see Hulk Hogan is Dumbledore solely for the. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> <laughs> or he could be Hagrid. He might make a good Hagrid. Andre the Giant would have been a great Hagrid. Hagrid. Andre the Aww. Giant would have made a perfect Hagrid. Aww. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know, but like, he was so cute and so big, but so sweet. And that's what Hagrid is. So, like, Andre the Giant would have been a solid Hagrid. Can you imagine Booker T as Harry Potter? Be... Oh my god. <laughs> I pity the fool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do do fun casting. Booker T could have been Mad Eye Moody. Like, you know, like go for it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <Sam>. <laughs> do no, it. now I can see okay. I can see so a mm, hmm, hmm, hmm. who's a great see like I'm more of like a like a kind of like a newer school wrestler fan at, like when i was in college i used to be obsessed like i had like a cm punk shirt and aj lee was like my inspiration in life um so and she's That's still a good choice too. AJ, i'm like obsessed with aj lee i love her <laughs> um so now i'm just trying to think of her, like so aj lee's character in wwe would made a perfect bellatrix the strange <laughs> Like, because she yeah. was like crazy and madly in love with anyone who gave her attention. Like, I, I can see that mm -hmm. happening. Anyway, that's Mr. T. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. King Khan. That is Mr. T. I pity the fool is Mr. T. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Booker T says, Can you dig it, sucker? Can you dig sucker. it, sucker? That's right. <laughs> I've had with an A. I can hear him saying that right after he says constant vigilance. I can see that. If he said, Can you dig it, sucker? No one would take him seriously. <laughs> So we watch, so on our Patreon, we'll do um, old school Schmodan reactions, like back when Booker T would do like the, who do you think is going to win? Like recap oh, yeah. And I want those to come back. <laughs> Can we bring Booker T back just to like, what are your predictions, yeah. Mr. Booker T? <laughs> well, nowadays you would have no clue who half the people were and you'd be like, ah. I know. You just have to make uh, yeah, a uh, You just flick, have to make Flickinger a and, uh, and, and, uh, and Beth May looked pretty intense. Like, I, he, like <laughs> he would learn who they were eventually, but back then he at least had a finite level of people that he had yeah. to like, be aware of. No, see, here's my thing. So Mick Foley would be Mad-Eye Moody because he gets in that polyjuice and he can change on a whim. So he would actually be mm. Barty Crouch Jr. because of the polyjuice oh, potion. Oh, I'm getting oh. way meta 
here. No, <laughs> I like that. All going over my head, but I love it. I like that. <laughs> Molly, wrestling. <laughs> I know. It ain't going away. <laughs> Deshaun the Saint Sullivan for. Oh my goodness. Ooh. I texted Alex, but he's playing squadrons. Oh my god, Alex. Bring me a drink. <laughs> look, Alex. Look, I get it. I get it. He's working through some things on squadrons. Mm -hmm. so I there, was, there was. I okay, thank have. you, Brandy. Super chat from Brandy. Okay, now cast the remake with Spodown people. So who's our Harry Potter? Uh, Don't go with the obvious. Don't go with obvious people, guys. Who would be oh, your Adam obvious Will. Harry Potter? I think Adam's well, going to say he wants to be Harry Potter. Adam <laughs> I don't want to be Harry Potter. Harry Potter's life looks like a huge pain in the ass. I don't want to do any of that stuff. I want to be I want to be one of the kids who just graduates and gets a job. Robert Parker. Robert <laughs> yeah. Parker. Potter. Yes, yeah, let's give him that. Let's give him that. I mean, Robert is Harry Potter. Yeah, fair. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Who's um, I could see. So I could see. Roka would be the Roy Lockhart. Okay, let's not let's Roka not kid ourselves. Lockhart. <laughs> Wait, is that the book back now? Brad Gilmore. Okay, all right, all right. Brad Gilmore. I like that one a lot more. Brad Gilmore a lot more. I like that one a lot more. I, I keep I keep coming back to Mad Eye Moody. Maybe Roka would be Mad Eye Moody. Roka would be Mad Eye Moody. <laughs> Roka would be Mad Eye Moody. Robert Parker is Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> Alex, I, I want to cast Alex Damon as somebody. I could see him Neville totally. Neville Longbottom. I could, okay. I could, <laughs> Neville Longbottom being like awkward, but then coming in the end and rising and like having this full on rising moment. Like a phoenix. <laughs> like a phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> also, I will say Neville Longbottom had the best glow up in the entire series. He got like between like between like five and six. It was like who who, who is that? Who are you, sir? Do they read Neville? They, what does they Keith look like? You have no right, sir. You have no right to be that attractive. No right. Well, I guess anybody loses their baby fat when they grow like eight inches, like you Literally, know, like in yeah. a year, like yeah. Literally, uh, PJ is Neville. Oh, I can see that too. I, I want to be okay. PJ, <laughs> PJ can be Neville. Who's Malfoy? Bateman, mm -hmm. Andrew Guy. Andrew Guy is Malfoy. Mm. I, I'm sorry. Bateman. This is like either one of them. Bateman this isn't Lucian. helpful, but I, okay. I, I, I like I that. Keep, I keep thinking of Scott Mance's Nagini and. And the reason why is I, I just keep imagining Scott Manson's like smiling manic face on the head of a snake, like screaming at people, and it cracks me up. Like, hey, just, like, That's where my head's at right now. I apologize. Oh my god! Well, who would Harry be Potter, Harry Potter? Harry Potter. I have to like. Who would be kinda... Luna? Who would be Luna? Oh, video Drew. Oh yes. 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 Oh, good call. Good call. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Yes. 100% video Drew. I love that. 100%. 100%. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Yo. Can I can I be Jin I mean, I'm not going to be so bold. I kind of want to be Ginny. You could be Ginny. I could say book, book Ginny. Book Ginny. No, 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 no. Yeah, per conversation. Yes, book Ginny. Book Ginny. I want to be book Ginny. Someone said in the chat real rejects are Fred and George. 
Yes. No. <laughs> but one of them has to go. Pre, pre book seven. Yeah. yeah pre book seven. Pre book seven. Grace would be Grace would be the Lord Dies. Uh, yeah. It's been like 15 years, y'all. Catch up. <laughs> Grace is Umbridge. Shannon would be Bellatrix. Um, Christian Harlow would have to be Dumbledore. Yeah, um, yeah, but who who would be Credence Barebone or whoever the these new characters are? Oh, we're not Adam. We're not talking about that. <laughs> no, hey, Fantastic Beast, man. Nobody wants to be yeah. fucking Ezra Miller. No, um, <laughs> the first one is great. The first one is solid. We I don't talk of, about Ooh, Bibiani is Dumbledore. <laughs> I, I, could, I could see that. I could totally see that. I kind of like, kind of want like, but I, I really, well, Ariel is whimsical. Mark yeah, Ellis like I, you really need somebody whimsical. Like, well, Bibiani's whimsical though. Like you need somebody who's just like so offbeat to be Dumbledore as well. But like, like has like, has like. Uh, I can like, see Harlock has layers. Harloff as a Snape, where like mm. he's like, but like he cares about everything, you know. Like he's like got this hard shell, but like does Harloff have a hard she, shell though? Not really. Gucci is. Oh, I, I see Harloff as Flitwick. Gucci would be Mundungus Fletcher. Um, Flit okay, okay. okay. Um. <laughs> I think <laughs> we do have we do have more super chats, and we got one. I so here's my problem. I've only seen this movie like twice. Ocean's Eleven with Schmodown personalities. Oof. Mm. Oh my. Okay. Well, we know okay. we know that Mike Kalinowski would obviously be Brad Pitt because they're always eating things. <laughs> all right, all right. They're always chewing. Yeah, that could also be that could also be Christian though, because he's always eating dinner also, during a match. I know. Before we leave the Harry Potter, I'm Neville Neville Thickbottom. And Christian. Oh. Christian is. Christian is definitely uh, Elliot Gould's character. Like. The anxiety and the neuroses and the mm. just the the, the sweat the the sweat the on his on his forehead. Yeah, but the yeah. guy behind the scenes with everything. And the glasses that drives it home. The commission. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, just the that alone. Uh, maybe think of Elliot Gould. Uh, but I think anyone should be fortunate to be compared to Elliot Gould. That's just me. Oh, for sure. Who's the? There's one. There's an acrobatic guy, right? The one who hides in like the the thing they wheel in and who like crawls mm -hmm. out. I still don't know that yeah. actor's name. I, I'm sorry. I'm so bad with that. I was um, a little contortionist. Was... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, mm, that uh, one's tough. See, PJ coming in with the tough questions. I know. She's PJ. Jeez. You of all people. <laughs> yeah, we have to put Bye, some Alex. Delivery service. Thanks. Look at uh, that mustache. Uh, forgot about that. Hey. <laughs> I forgot <Yeah>. about this. <laughs> Are we doing a I big Stark Lighter photo shoot later? Uh, I shot something stupid today. <laughs> I needed a mustache for it. I'm so hyped right now. So he tried really, really, really hard and it grew overnight. I was going to say, he's just like, <laughs> I was, oh. well, I, What's funny is I think I, we literally talked yesterday and I don't remember any facial hair. So I'm very <laughs> confused. No, I had, I mean, what I would consider the closest I could get to a beard. Okay, okay, okay. Double. <laughs> stash returns. I think the community <laughs> loves the stash, I will say. <laughs> Alex, you look, dapper. You, you look dapper as hell. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. Are you drinking these as well, Mr. I had one of those, and it was very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You want ice? I can get ice. 
It helps with your aim. <laughs> Thanks. Though. That's like everything I ever thought was missing from a shamrock shake. Right. All right, Damon's. Damon's. I have a question for you. Not to put you on the spot too much, but what is oh, Ahmed? What is the name of Ahmed Best's character in the uh, bar in episode two? It's a Tuckerization, and that's all I remember. I had written down to look oh, these wait. up. Oh, it's like. Oh, I know it. I know it. Rolodex, Rolodex, Rolodex. Why did I pull this faster? <laughs> Is it like Abek something? I think it's I think it's Ahmed Beck. Ahmed Beck. Correct. Something like that. Ahmed Ahmed Beck is correct. That's why he's yeah. the tramp. <laughs> well, it, well, he was. Why did that? Why did that? We Sean just came. Sean literally just came bursting through an Ahmed Beck and then closed the door. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. Reason that I was uh, you on that you never could remember. Who does Amanda Lucas cameo as in episode one? Which one? She has two, right? Amanda Lucas. That's no, she's only got one. All I know is that she's Katie Lucas. It's Katie Lucas, Amy. Okay. Uh, Diva Fantifa. Funquita. 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 Unname Diva Funquita. Is that for real? <laughs> <laughs> Such a good name. It's a cool name, but it also sounds like it could be a slur in the Star Wars universe. It does. Ah, Diva Funquita. Like, or either like a name of like uh like a femme fatale in an Austin Powers movie. Like either that, like something like that. It sounds dangerously close. Um, <laughs> I don't want to derail things too much, but Alex, uh, I hope you're in favor of the Ewok Adventures being included now that they're going to be on Disney Plus. Yes. yes thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Molly's not having it. Molly's oh, you're on mute. If I love, oh no, did, did, did Hilo do something? Oh, Hilo. Oh, okay. The tail just mischievously, like, just like, did Hilo, you know, like ominously just wagging back there. Did Hilo unplug you? <laughs> oh my God. Can we, it's like so, a Jaws moment. We're just seeing right, the tail. Yeah. We don't see the actual danger. So just, while we just, can see it, everyone please admire Molly Damon's background. Thank you. I love how it's ready. Thank you, Jake or Brian, whoever had that prepped. Look at, look at this. Can you count? Count the Grogu's. Yeah, there's like 86 <laughs> Grogu's and a Babu Frick. Here's and look at there's look at all the pop figures. And can I can I just say her entire office wall to wall has pop figures just like flying <laughs> the walls. I don't understand. I see that she's got a dark gray figure back there. This is like a Grogu oh, yeah. I spy. Like, hold on. Like, I see like, one <laughs> tiny one under the Boba Fett. One, two, three, four. Does she have like a Miyagi bonsai tree next to her Boba Fett too? It looks like a little tree. It's very cute. I see eight Grogu's. I count ten. Ooh, oh, apparently oh. Six on the top shelf. How many mixed drinks have been named after Grogu at this point? Can you imagine? I, 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 feel like was, I forget who it was, but someone, I was it, I don't, I don't remember it. Someone said, can we name this drink the Grogu because it's green? And you could technically put two mint sprigs on the end sure. to make can it. Can you hear us? No, we can't. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. pretty sure Molly just muted herself. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I guys, had one you... drink, sir. 
I assume Alex and Molly, you, you've made Yoda soda before, right? No, no, that, that's in an old. That's in an. I'd have to Google the recipe, but it's in an old Star Wars cookbook I had in high school. Wookie cookies, Yoda soda, a few other We have the Wookie cookie book. We have that. Yoda soda has there. You could make Yoda soda a cocktail very easily, from what I recall. So look into it. Um, definitely, okay. definitely worth uh, 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 a gander. Um, but I imagine I imagine Grogu has his own host of alcoholic beverages at this point. Oh yeah. So does it, it actually taste good? Because that's that's a tricky thing when people like make a make a drink that like has a really cool name, but like it actually tastes like crap. Taste Look, yeah. I mean, from what I recall, like we mixed Yoda soda uh, before we went and saw Revenge of the Sith in high school, and that was the last time I drank it, and it was it was yummy. But I'd like it with booze now. It's because wow. we're adults, damn it. You gotta I mean, add yeah. booze to everything now. To Everything's better with booze. One of our favorite drinks, I know that is now a favorite drink in the Damon household, has come from a Star Wars cookbook, and that is the drink from our first happy hour, that port in a storm. Oof, <laughs> it's really good. Solid mm -hmm. cocktail. Yeah. Now, I remember, I remember reading the book. Now, let me add, okay. That, that, <laughs> that cocktail comes from one of the books, Correct. right? Correct. Um, is it is it bloodline? Yeah, that's the first appearance. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think I it's appeared in everything yeah. Claudia Gray has written since. Yeah, it's all right. I, have, I haven't read all the books. I can't get through all of them, but that's one of the ones I read, and I really like that book. Yeah, I really like that book. And I and I really wanted that drink after after I realized it was putting hair on people's chest in the in the story. So. <laughs> Uh, the the real one is not like that at all. <laughs> no, it's like complete shit. But like the one we like, make is solid. Yeah, they're like drinking gasoline, basically. In the in, yeah, in that yeah. But the the port in the storm we made it's 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 port ginger beer, rum, uh, ginger liqueur. Oh my god! It's so freaking. It sounds like the next level of like American <laughs> Stormy. <laughs> It's literally like, what? It's, yeah, it's like to the next level. Yeah. yeah. It's and you want ice? It's like, like. Yeah, give me the lemon juice. Next time we go to Bevmo, let's Thank get more pour. <laughs> um, real out. quick. He's, real he's quick, going guys. to put more booze in my drink. Attaboy. Good man. Attaboy. Yeah. <laughs> That's love. Look, That's love. <laughs> Yoda soda seems pretty easy. Um, uh, lime juice, sugar, sparkling water, um, and lime sherbet. And then, wow. you know, your choice of liquor. Ooh. I think mm -hmm. I feel like all that lime. It's a lot of lime. You have to go tequila or rum yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Um, yeah. One of the most, like, one of the most disgusting, like, like, like you're saying, like things based off of things and with it, like based off of a property with a name. I don't know. I still don't really know where I got this recipe from. What bum ass site I got this um, this recipe from? Um, but um, after um, Chadwick Boseman passed, um, I I I I went. I was spiraling like for that night, and I was just really upset. Um, and I um, and I was like, I needed. I I did what I usually do when I'm like spiraling like that. I, I was just like, um, it's just got really impersonal. I was going to like, I hit the bottle, but like, no, it's not, it's not on that level. Um, but, I, I hit the bottle that night. It was, I was bummed out, man. I did. So. I did. 
I did need like drinks at night. I was like, I was like, I was like, I, I, this really sucks. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Would you like to taste it? Make sure it's. <laughs> oh. Look at that straight king right there. We stand. Mm. Mm. Okay, now I can taste the alcohol. Thank you. <laughs> I followed yeah. your instructions exactly. Well, need more. Now, Second Alex, time in the future. <laughs> Now, Alex, what you need to do is when you open a bottle of wine, you give her like a little pour so she can taste it first. They said, and then you give her the full pour. And then she swishes it. And then she like sniffs the, it. The bottle of wine yeah. taste. Oh, first. yeah. Bring it up. Uh -huh. And I swirl it. Yeah, the towel on your arm and everything. Does Madam approve? Yes. And if it tastes like garbage, I throw it in your face and I say, <laughs> give me another. No. You break the bottle on the edge of the table and you say, get the hell out of my house. <laughs> And we do not throw things. No, we do not. <laughs> oh, I don't waste wine. Come on, you know. Of course not. No, you drink that ish, no matter how shitty it is. You're just like, yes, okay, next. Um, yeah. I, I, can I, before I, Alex, can we just make this mustache like a regular thing? Because. How do you feel about now, that, Molly? Can we make it a regular thing? Do you want to see a picture <laughs> of what it looked like before I filled it in with makeup? <laughs> sure. Of course. Because well he he grew he can grow a mustache and this this is only like a week of that's the before that's the before oh, that's not as bad as I thought it's not bad when you're when you're like clean shaven otherwise that's fine that's fine <laughs> that's, that's is that Alex after a good edible too <laughs> <laughs> I had him, I had him sit in this chair and I was like yeah. okay it leans all the way back. Yeah, let's like see how far this chair <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Then, I can see and that. And then I took my eyeshadow uh, and I filled it in his mustache. So it looked a little um, more robust. While Alex is here, it was in the chat, but PJ got a Brian Ward. Um, he got Brian Warded. Oh, yeah. I guess you can Oh, I saw. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Solid. Mm. Solid. That's like, I feel like you know, you know you made it when you get Brian warded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brian yeah that's, that's legendary status. Uh -huh. Legendary status. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, yeah. Alex has been Brian warded like every other day. I <laughs> saved them all. I have like a folder. <laughs> he did you as, as Max Rebo. Mm -hmm. I didn't say that. Yeah. I can't I'm hoping, that I'm, yeah. I'm hoping to have my head photoshopped onto a character or animal this year. That's <laughs> I'm holding out for it. It'll come out. Is that what that show is called? The the animated one? The Resistance? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That one was so good. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I didn't like this one, but here's this one. And we're all like, oh my god, like it's so freaking good. It's so we're so spoiled by Mr. But, Brian Ward. We all deserve mm -hmm. it. So you think you're spoiled, but y'all deserve it. So, yeah, Randy, Randy, you have made it in our hearts. Oh yeah, Sean Sullivan. This is your drink, Sean Sullivan. You have made it onto happy hour. So. Yeah, I as I, I like this drink. If I switch to regular Jameson at some point, no one will be offended, right? Just because no. it's a lot no, of cream. That's, that's what this it's a is. A lot of cream. Oh, I, I'm had one of, I had one of them, and I was like, "This is great. Uh, I'm done." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're strong. They're strong. 
They're strong. I put less cream in this, and I'm I, I'm I'm definitely gonna make another. You'll have to excuse me at some moment because I don't have a I don't have a a, a gentleman like a, a stash gentleman king in my corner to make me to make me another. So so, girls got to do what a girl's got to do. Single girls got to do. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know what you guys should not make is don't make a Wakanda punch. Okay, that that that's what I learned the hard way is not a good. Um, don't trust every recipe you see on the internet just because somebody's like, oh, this is based off a movie or this is based off of like something you know. No, it actually might also be made by like a twelve year old because like mm -hmm. I I after Bozeman died, I looked up a recipe. I looked up like like Black Panther cocktail recipes, and I found a recipe for a Wakanda punch, and you know, which is, I guess, what they use to, like, euthanize cows, you know, because that's what it tasted like. Um, and and it was, like, oh, it was, like, Welch's and Sprite and vodka and blue curacao and triple sec. Um, and bovine tranquilizer. Oh, <laughs> my God, yes. That's sweet. That's super sweet. It was, mm -hmm. it was so, it was, like, it was, like, toxically sweet. It just, it, yeah, it tasted, like... Like this, like the mixer is. Yeah. It also like, gives you that. I should, I should go. I should outside yeah, I hear him. All right. Bye, Thank Alex. you. Alex, Bye. pleasure as always. Good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you, Adam Marisol. <laughs> of course. Great game. You're amazing. You're, you're. Oh, you're... and I am excited about the Ewok stuff. <laughs> yes, I know you are. I know you are because you're a real fan. <laughs> People who don't like the Ewok movies hate Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the Brandy, it was okay, and I was so emotional too. So I made like a whole picture of it. I made a picture, you know, and then it just added like a layer of depression to my night because I was just like, "This is so bad," and, and like, and I was sad on top of it, and I and I just like I was just guzzling down trash, trash alcohol. But I also don't waste alcohol, so I was of course just not. Like, no. That's the thing. Know? That's the thing. With the drink, like, it's like yeah. I don't care if it's like straight shit. Like, no, yeah. I'm a, I finished this. It exists. I must finish it. Yeah, I was, I was, I drank a lot for Wakanda that night. Um, you know, I drank a lot. Of, I made a lot of sacrifices. It was a dark day. Yeah. It was a dark day. So what I switched to was, I, I'm still drinking the Jameson. I got the stout version. It's like, mm -hmm. we have, yeah. In the, yeah. So I'm, I've got that. I've got some Sprite, some lime juice uh, over ice. So Sprite. So I will say Jameson and ginger beer. Yeah, I only have diet ginger beer right now, which is fine. But like, fine. you want to you want a gold like spice uh, like a good bold spicy ginger beer. Mm. I don't. Yeah. I'm, well, you go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Cool. I was just gonna say um, uh, the, that just makes me think of dark and stormies with uh, Gosling's rum and Gosling's ginger beer. Those are those are, those are yummy. Gosling's diet ginger beer is that's my go-to. I'll I'll say my go-to quarantine drink was I, I had started learning to make really good margaritas, but then I was like, this is literally just liquor uh, and lime juice on ice, and right. I was just guzzling it and getting really drunk. So I would put a little bit of the diet Gosling's ginger beer in it and basically make like a Mexican mule. Mm. That became my quarantine drink. So yeah. I've so had a lot of that. What's a yeah. ginger beer? Maybe, maybe you already said it and, and cause I don't remember what the name is, but it's, it comes, it's in a green bottle with a red label with like a red and orange label. That's like a really good ginger beer. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? 
Um, I know there's the there's the cock and bull one that's like that's red and that. red and black. And we have that one's really one. good. There's this one only comes. One that's orange. It has an orange label. Uh, it's not that one. This one only comes in a bottle. I know Gosling comes in like a can. Cock um, and bull comes in a bottle. Okay, okay, like a green bottle because this one's a green bottle. It's a green bottle with a red label and like orange. Cotton Bowl is the one that you would normally see in any kind of like real bar establishment. Would mm -hmm. nine out of ten times is going to be Cotton Bowl. Um, Cotton Bowl is just like in a regular like brown beer bottle, I think, in a black and red label. But yay, ginger beer. Uh, mm -hmm. on this really quick before I bring uh, Jake on for a Streamlabs. Um, uh, I mean, and at work. <laughs> or, well, it depends. Then. Depends on what your job is. <laughs> work? Yeah. Depends what your work is. I've had some jobs where I've definitely like just definitely thrown back a few while I'm working because I knew I could. And then there's also some jobs where I was like, no way in hell. I've definitely but, come. I definitely. Sorry if my parents are watching. I've definitely come to a uh, a shift slightly tipsy before. Mm -hmm. But I worked at a bar when I came into work slightly right. tipsy. That bar may or may not have been owned by Disney. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Uh, over the years, I've definitely stepped out on a lunch break or two. You know, where you're like, oh, I'll have a beer, and then, and then, and then you have a second, and then you go back, and you're like, I can handle. I'm gonna slay the rest of this day in like three hours. Feels like seven. So the last yeah. time I worked, at, the last time I worked, at, I became really good friends with my boss, and she's still. I don't work there anymore, but she's still very. I'm still very good friends with her to this day. And she would come in and she'd be like, if you, cause there was literally a bar across the street from where I worked and she'd come in and she'd be like, you know, if you want a cocktail on your lunch break, I'm not going to judge you in the slightest. Oh, Brandon just said reads. Yes. She's right. It is reads. reads. That's the one I was thinking of. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Brandy is She's a peach and she's amazing. We love, we love Brandy. And she also has oh. one of the best stocked bars I've ever seen in my entire life. She's got like a full on bar setup in her household. It is <laughs> amazing. Because she's smart. Because she's spectacular. <laughs> Jake, do we have, you said we had some Streamlabs. Hi, yes. Jake. Hey, guys. Hi. Um, we have one. It is from the Miss Brandy Parker. Uh, and in all caps with, I don't know how many exclamation points, she simply says, cheers. Cheers, everybody. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Uh, Brandy, we love you. Thank you so much Thank for the donation. Uh, guys, if you guys have questions for Adam and Marisol, streamlabs.com slash Jake Brilliant. Get those in. Love that. I, do, I do have a movie-related drink with me. So I'm from Ohio. I recently visited my folks, and I got one of my favorite beers from Columbus Brewing Company. It's called Bodie. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. Jill, can you name that movie? Star Wars? Well, <laughs> that's what I thought. You're technically like, not originally. Originally, that's all that's in my mind. <laughs> you're not wrong, but <laughs> that's what I thought. I mean, thank, you, thank you, Molly. Thank you. <laughs> right, if you are talking to the person who the only movies that aren't Disney is Star Wars that I watch, so I got Bodie Rook. Well, well, technically Disney owns Point Break now, so. Yeah. Oh, is it point oh, break? Oh, okay. Oops. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, didn't want to leave you in suspense too long. But, yeah. Yeah, that's What's Swayze's this? character. 
Since we were talking about drinking and working, uh, Adam, I want to know about your your career in the in the booze industry. Yeah, tell us more. Yeah, um, so it's what I do. Um, I work in a very unique aspect of the business. I work with a company that specializes in mobile canning. So what we do is we own dozens of canning lines that we bring to separate breweries and other beverage companies and. We package their beverage for them. It's beer is more than half of what we do, but uh, what's unique about it is you have so many breweries opening up who have a lot of overhead, and canning lines are incredibly expensive. They're a six-figure purchase, at least the decent ones. So if they use us, we can can their beer for them, and they don't have the monthly payment that you know they're stuck with for like a, a five or six years or whatever. So we can come in. We can. They have canned beer or whatever. Um, and then they don't have to pay for the equipment. So basically what I do is I work with breweries and distilleries and other, other beverage companies. And, and, uh, um, I, I work in several different States and I, and I go to those places and, uh, if they like what we do, then we come in and we package their beer for them and they're very happy. Um, and, uh, it's just been a really cool way to just, engage with stuff that I love. Um, y'all, y'all hiring? <laughs> uh, always, I'm always. Great admin, I'm like just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll talk to HR, but, um, <laughs> but uh, no, what I like about the job is I get to be in a different place all, quite often. Um, that's yeah. why I'm always traveling. Um, I feel like every single time I talk to you, you have a different background. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I am most of the time. I do. <laughs> Who are you? What but, is it? But seriously, the, the horror free-for-all is funny because everyone's like, Adam's place is dope. And I'm like, this is just a random Airbnb in Dayton, Ohio. And I was stuck there that week and I had to play the horror free-for-all. Like that's but I was like, his bedroom with the like exposed brick, it's so fancy. He was like, I am I am not. I'm not. Um but uh yeah, it's it's fun. Um uh, uh, because I get to engage with uh, people who love what I love, and uh, uh, second to Schmodown and movies and stuff, it's 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 an industry I love very much. That's super rad. I will say we have a whole lot of breweries down here in Orange County, so mm-hmm. yeah, Atlanta. Right we oh, we used to frequent Atlanta breweries, and and we plan to do that when it's safe again because they're the best. My company oh. operates in Georgia, Molly, so I know a lot of breweries down there too. Yay! Yeah. We uh, some of my some of our really good friends got married at Wild Heaven Brewery. I don't know if oh, you've cool. heard of them, but they, we go there all the time, and they know us. And uh, it was it was such a sad day when quarantine happened, and we were like, "Well, we can't go to our favorite breweries right. for a long, long time." But Jake is in the background. Love me some breweries. Yes. We don't. We don't. Yes. <laughs> we also love some breweries. We have, it's, uh, we have so many good breweries here. In, in Decatur, Georgia alone, you can you can do like a brewery tour, just like walking down the street and go to like I don't know seven breweries. I, I could name probably five or six brewery breweries within breweries. a breweries. breweries. Five or six breweries within like two miles of Disneyland. Like just right around there, like in or like that Orange County area, there are so many freaking breweries. You, you know what people need to do though? Uh, you need to spend more time at your local distilleries. Trust me, because if yes. you don't already, 
go to your distilleries. They're making, a lot of them are making really great uh, spirits like from scratch. But what they're all doing is, depending on the state, it, a lot of them are doing mixology, like in-house, like they're constantly creating new cocktails. A lot of distilleries engage with community and do mixology classes. It's you a great way to like engage. Yes. <laughs> uh, California has the most distilleries in the entire country, so you should definitely hit them Yay. up. Yeah. There's some good things to our state sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the living, the wage of living and the household prices, but we got good distilleries. Huh? You need to go make another drink. I am gonna make another drink. I, I feel like like it was just too good. I can't pass up. Do, we we'll make another drink. Like okay. All right. We're right back. Um, I, I saw people like for people. They're preaching for your shirt. Hey, yeah, no, I love the shirt. You know, my Eagles are, they're my squad. Like nothing made me happier than when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So like, I just have billions of shirts. Go birds, go birds. <laughs> I just have billions of shirts about about, about the Eagles. Um, I love them. Um, um, nice. Philly people, Philly people in the chat. Hey, we're proud, the proud of you, you know. But yeah, I'll be- Go make that, go make that drink, lady. I'm gonna make another drink. Yeah. Courtesy of, yeah, you guys and, and Sully and your, it's your brainchild. I love it. I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> uh, any potty breaks? Any drink making? I I had Alex make mine. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting pretty right now. I'm nursing this along. I got the Bodie on back up here, and then I got straight whiskey when I run out of that. So mm. I, I'm good to go. Like I I want to mix more drinks, but I know I can just I'll just pour whiskey into my it's Batman and I'll be all right. See, I can't do that. So Sean is the whiskey drinker of the family, and he could just. He could just like his favorite is Rock and Rye. If you've never heard of it, it's a it's mm -hmm. a whiskey that is made with rock candy. Mm. Like that's like his favorite. He could literally but any any whiskey really. He could just drink just solid straight. And I'm like, if it's not a screwball or like a a peach whiskey, no, I can't do it. It's now has has Sean ever brought home any cask strength whiskey? He may have, and he may not have pointed it out to you, but like cast strength whiskey is is like one of the more uh, trendy things these days. So like for the longest time, whiskeys, uh, you know, they're they're essentially cut so that their their alcohol by volume is below a certain threshold. And and what uh, so cask strength whiskey is whiskey right out of the barrel into the bottle without any any additional. Um, uh, uh, interference or, or dilution. So, uh, you have cast strength whiskey. That's usually somewhere between 60 and 70% alcohol by volume. And oftentimes you're meant to cut it with water or put it in a mixed drink, but it is definitely, um, one of the most exciting kind of whiskeys to drink straight with maybe one ice cube or just a little bit of so uh, distilled water. Either he drinks it solid or he gets those big, huge, like, spheres or cubes. Well, something as strong as, like, a cast strength whiskey. One I'd recommend is, like, Booker's Bourbon. Um, it's it's like distilled Booker. by Jim Beam, but it's a really strong bourbon. I think it's, like, 62.5%. Um, but you cut that with just a little bit of water or a, a, a clean ice cube, and that opens it up so you get more flavor. But it's no joke. It's going to it's gonna put you to sleep. Um, <laughs> I mean, but cast... Yeah, man, this will sneak up on you. But honestly, Jill, just just try some cast strength whiskey and then report back to me. I want to hear what your feedback is. Okay. Jill, try my whiskey. Mom says it. My mom, 
Okay, like <laughs> I get my mom to try whiskey sometimes. Uh, my poor seventy-four-year-old mother, and like I, I, I had her try Booker's once, okay. and she she yelled at me and told me it tasted like permanent markers. <laughs> she's, she's not a whiskey drinker, so don't don't tip okay. me. Listen, Robert Parker. Listen, Brilliant. I'm kind of a wimp when it comes to just straight whiskey, also, but I will say Alex uh, likes, and this is probably just because of Parks and Rec, but he drinks the Lagavulin. Lagavulin's delicious. Yeah, he, he splurges and gets the, the 16 year Lagavulin. Like he, he gets like a special edition. I don't know what's special about it, but I don't know what's special about it. The only they thing have, special about it is the price tag. Uh, <laughs> but what's he so saves it, about it though. He saves it for special occasions, but uh we he brought it to our cabin that we went to just recently just to kind of, kind of like get away for the weekend. And he'll either drink it straight or with like an ice cube or something, but to me it tastes like liquid smoke. Yeah. Which he yeah. <laughs> I, with with an ice cube, I can kind of handle it, but I'm still like after every sip, I'm like, <gasps> yep, yep. See, my uncle has he has a whiskey, and I think if Sean, if you're listening, you could probably tell me what it is. But it's it's a whiskey that comes. It's like it's aged for a certain amount of years, like between 20 and 50 i don't know but it's in like a long it's like a lot of years but it comes in this wooden box and it's like two thousand dollars or something he got it Mm. for his birthday from his boss i couldn't tell you what it is but like last time i went to his house he was like i've had this sitting here because i i don't have a special occasion to drink this for do you want to try it i'm like no because i'm not going to appreciate it because it's two thousand dollar whiskey and i'm gonna be like (laughs) so uh yeah i mean like it's at that point like even if you're not like super acquainted with like like whiskey it even at least taking a sip of that you're tasting a piece of history and that's what's so cool about it um it's also like like i feel bad because it's like this expensive bottle Well, just don't don't drink a big glass just have a sip listen to adam (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, so so Lagavulin. Lagavulin is delicious, and it's in it's an Islay Scotch. Uh, Islay Scotches uh, tend to have like this that that smoky taste from burnt peat moss, and they they tend to smoke the malts that they distill the whiskey from. So you get this really roasty taste. It tastes mm. like you have like a back taste of campfire when you drink an Islay Scotch, and that's why yeah. Lagavulin is so distinct. Lafroig is a similar scotch that has that smoky aftertaste. Um, but Lagavulin, what's special about it is, is you know, the what fact that you can you can get a bottle for under a hundred bucks and it's as good, if not better, than a lot of whiskeys that are twice the price. So um uh it's yeah, it's funny that like Parks and Rec made it like even more popular, but it's a legit whiskey. And now Nick Offerman's like the official spokesman of that distillery. I know, which is just like, uh, it's like he has the coolest life. I feel like mm-hmm. he got to no. basically play himself in that show, and now, yeah, he gets. To- you know who has the coolest life? And whenever someone says, "What is if you could be one thing in life, who would it like? What would you do in life?" and I go, "I want to be Guy Fieri." <laughs> like, I want to get paid to travel the world 
and eat food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's yeah, and I, I yeah, I feel like I, I, I feel like he went through kind of a phase where everyone would just constantly make fun of him, but then he like crossed over that hump and was like, "Hey, I'm a real person, and sometimes I play this character, but like." I know what I'm talking about when it comes to food. And now we're all back to kind of like respecting him. I, I don't know if Guy Fieri. Where we at where where we are on that curve, but who like is, who is who is that guy from Man versus Food? Adam something or other? Uh, um, Adam Savage? No. No, that's that, that's that, that's definitely Mythbusters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking well, about because we used to go out and Adam seek Rich- out. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> we used to go seek out food the, is great. yeah, the, the like big food eating contest things. Yeah, those those are intense. What happened to that show? I, I mean, he may have like had a heart attack or something. Right. So what they're gonna have come out is like one of those like behind the scenes, like you know, like like. Like this isn't a joke. Like you know, like one of those behind the scenes like documentaries where they show like the the people on these food shows, and they show like like the intense like like or like like what they would show like 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 Kobayashi or somebody who like trains to eat food or something like that. Like you show like like this is not a joke. Like like this is not just like oh I just show up and like have fun and like, just like eat like a bunch of food. Food preparation. They right. Like the, the, the extreme body transformations that they have to go through to like prepare for this. Like they have to like fast the day before and like and then and then they like shit their mm-hmm. their soul out for the next like like 72 hours after they like have they don't everything. show that part <laughs> they don't show that part <laughs> we all know of food programming no no exactly. but seriously like all the guys so that guy that adam guy on man versus food he looked like the thing that stressed me out about that show is he'd be like plowing through like quesadillas and wings and all this stuff and he he looks like Mike Starr uh, in uh, Dumb and Dumber when he eats the rat poison on his burger. Like he's got this like just the sweat, and he looks like yeah. he's gonna die. And like, I just it stresses me out. But like it also, I've been to like a handful of the restaurants from Man vs. Food because I saw that show because I've traveled across the country a few times, and I'm just like, well, I'm in this state, I gotta find this place because I saw the damn show. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate eat it like Adam. What's his face? I'm not gonna uh, hate it. <laughs> where he's just sweating his life out of his eyes, but you know, um, uh, I, I mean, those shows are compelling for a reason. Mm-hmm. I, love- I will say, I've been to a by accident. I went to a restaurant in Portland, Oregon, that was on diners, drivers, and dives, and it's called Frank's Noodle House in Portland, mm. Oregon. And I would literally go back to Portland, Oregon, just to go back to this restaurant. It's so freaking good. Like they make all the noodles to order. So like, it takes a little bit long, but like. Worth it. Worth it. Yeah. So fucking good. So good. Okay. Okay. Uh, We got one more. We got a, we got a super chat. Hold on. Let me go back. Let me go back here. Uh, let's see. Uh, legends say that Man vs. Food is still airing on. Tra- is it? Is it? Legends I'm sure say. that's the case. Is I'm it sure still on? I've, maybe he maybe he took a couple of years off and you know ran a few marathons and then he was like, you know what, back to it. Yeah, or he has. Adam, Adam Richmond, by the way. Adam Richmond. 
or he has like bionic kidneys or like whatever, like 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 bionic, like like he just nothing like about that dude his is organs. bionic. Yeah, right. Nothing about that dude is bionic. <laughs> he replaced his organs and his digestive system. He's just like, all right, bring it on. Like, is it know? a different host? Is it a different host? Is that what I'm hearing? It's a different host with Van Mers food. Right They'd now? have to rotate him out for you know their... for health reasons. Health reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, pause real quick. Hi, Ace. Yo, Ace. <laughs> Now I just gotta say, um, uh, 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 Ace is uh, a gem. Um, yes, he is. Uh, yeah. And I just I I haven't given him a shout out in public before, but I just wanted to thank him. He nice. sent me some nice. He sent me some nice messages last season uh, uh, when when things were uh, were going on, and uh, it just felt good to to hear from a guy who who went on a, a run of his own. And uh, so much love, Ace. Uh, yeah, Ace always is, good to hear Ace from you. A, Ace is a stand-up dude. Ace is amazing. Yeah, it's rare that you meet those kind of people where, like, it, it, where everybody's got a story about them. Everybody's got a connection and a story about them. Um, Kevin Smets is absolutely one of those people. Um, Ace Cabrera is another one of those people yes. that just like everybody. Like, he's one of those people who makes makes the effort to connect with. Yes connect and touch and make the most of every interaction with every person that they encounter. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's carpe diem. Like those are the kind of people yes. that just like, like, like make the most and like they're, they're people in the same class. Ace is, Ace is like, I, I second you Adam. Ace is a peach. Yeah. It's Ace, awesome. I was going to literally say Ace is a peach. Ace is <laughs> like yeah. anytime Ace comes into anything, I always have to go. Ace is amazing. Hi, Paul. Hi, Koliyama. <laughs> I will say after spoiler alert, mm -hmm. in case I wanna, I don't wanna spoil ish anymore. Right after Paul's match yesterday, I texted him. And I was like, "Yes, you did it! <laughs> Prime time, time!" I got so. We were, we were on a call and like right you came in like right as he was winning I or came in, like so that. i came in from work so i get off at work at 5 30. i'll get home <laughs> right before six and so the match was like ending i literally came onto our, my call with the view crew and it was right at the end of the match and i was like i'm sure it's it's recorded i'm sure it'll be posted later and i flipped my shit. <laughs> he was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was I not to no shade on Bibiani. I love William Bibiani. He's he's amazing. He's an amazing human being. But uh, Paul, I, I think I was there for Paul's first match in studio, mm. and so uh, I. Congrats! Yeah, Paul. that was that was an incredible match. Um, Absolutely. Uh, and and Paul Paul is one of those players that paved the way for people like me and Marisol and. Uh, and really showed us how to how to get this how to get the job done really, and he continues to evolve. And his match against Bibbs was masterful. So, so um, yeah. well well earned victory. Yeah, I'm allowed to talk about that, right? Too late. Sorry. I said spoiler alert. So <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're allowed. Yeah, at the end of the day, you want to see like the, the we can only hope the best possible Smodown matches are between people who have the combination of both. Um, being as knowledgeable as possible as to the best of their ability and also having the highest level of passion as possible. Yes. And that was just, that was just, we just had that in spades in Oyama versus Bibbs. Um, and, Literally. you know, and, and of course, of course, congratulations to Paul, because that was, that was a super impressive victory. Um, but it was just, I, we all won from that match, including, including Paul, obviously, I but mean. like, like, like it was just that was just one of the best examples of what the Shimodown could be. That match yes. it was 100%. it was a joy. 
100 uh, before yeah. so we're gonna start getting into these uh molly and i have some fun cards that we're gonna get into for our little game session of this oh, uh, yes. hour. uh but jake uh you have some stream labs that you would like to uh hi jake yes um... i want to do like a baby bunny hi jake <laughs> we got we only have one and it is from the you're Greek. not hugging a tiger or like a like a stuff <laughs> yeah. hold, hold on hold on don't get me started you have Grogu behind you sitting right there Grogu is sitting right there you could have just hugged Grogu no I have like a I have Rupert oh there you go, oh, there you go. Oh. Um, we have one quick stream labs from the, the great Ferris Muthana himself from LGR and he said with Hi, a Ferris. great uh, a very generous twenty dollars donation. He says simply hello to everybody. Um, hello, Paris. I hope you're not drinking on the job. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he isn't. He was know, contemplating it. it for a second. I mean, I mean, if everyone's <laughs> gonna notice, like, we're not here to judge. No, you know, we're not here to judge. It's Rupert it's is getting now. Rupert, the, and if anyone does, this is Rupert. He's named after Rupert Grant. Oh, I know. He's a build a bear. I've had. Does anyone remember? Like, does anyone remember um, Rupert Grant being in that movie about farts? Yes. There's oh, a God, movie about called? farts. It was direct to video, so it's not Schmodown eligible. But what was it? Was it not I remember because having a stuffed animal named after a celebrity, you kind of get obsessed with said celebrity. So I remember this film. I do. I remember um, driving oh. driving lessons. That's the only Rupert Grant movie I remember. Uh, it was yeah. called. I, I looked it up. Uh, I had to look it up. Um, it's called Thunderpants. That's right, Thunderpants. Oh my god, I remember. Wow. Oh, Rupert Grint. Oh, Rupert Grint. He has a child I mean, named Wednesday now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm putting this on my to-watch list. Thunderpants. We, yes. I hope PJ makes an exception for Thunderpants because I will watch it if it's not eligible. Just to say I did it. Well, that just clearly <laughs> needs to be somebody's nickname. The next, the next like rookie competitor that clearly needs to be their moniker. I think that's evident, like right now. That's the, that's the new Schmodown rule. It has to be theatrically released and a little asterisk, except Thunderpants. Except I just looked it up and it popped up on Amazon in the cover of like the the DVD. It says starring Rupert Grant from Harry Potter. Yep. It's just like oh, this is me. <laughs> I fortunate. <laughs> I flatulate quite a bit. Oh my, my god. Look, uh, don't we all? Don't we all? We're all humans. <laughs> Thunderpants is the most human film of whatever year it came out. Right, that's honesty. That's 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 authenticity. All right, all right, in cinema. So oh. before we go into these cards, let's get another cameo by Mr. Jake Berlin. Jake Berlin. Huh. Uh, so you guys are talking about Thunderpants. I just want to say that if you if you're a patron here on POV, you heard about Thunderpants quite a bit on our last Q and A session via Molly oh. Damon. Um, it's pretty brilliant. <laughs> no, not about the movie specifically. Not about the movie specifically, but. Real life underpants, real life. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Mr. PJ Campbell came came through with PJ. a very generous twenty dollars donation here, PJ. and he says this oh. is for Jake and Brian. Ha ha. Hashtag Sacramento for life. Well, Jake and Brian have to put up with this, so that's fair. Yeah, go you guys, Kings. You guys do have to put I'm up trying to think of Sacramento <laughs> references. Go Kings. Cheers to cheers to Jake, Jake and Brian for putting up with Molly and I. Cheers. And here's to, here's to <laughs> Brian. I'm going to bring you on screen. Brian, you're coming on. Brian's like, oh, no, he's <laughs> with the finger. The, the famous. 
is Brian Appleseed with Pinker Nope, nope, nope. Brian, how are you feeling? You're an ass. You know why he's doing that? Is because he thinks that I'm the one that brought him on earlier in the little clip. I saw that in the chat. It was Jill. No, it wasn't. I swear on everything it was not me. I didn't click anything. I was, mm -hmm. I was here. My hands were here. I'm literally in my comfy pants and just chilling <laughs> in the background. <laughs> just a quick cameo from the both of us. So, uh, yeah. Hi, carry on, hi, carry on. Hi, new crew. Hi, guys. I'm I'm gonna send you both, Much love. I'm going to send you both DVD copies of Thunderpants. Yeah. Oh, oh, love it. Hey, fart stuff, right up this one's alley. So, <laughs> look at you can't say the word fart and she loses it. <laughs> look, fart jokes. No, no, Molly, I'm with fart jokes are never not fart. funny. Okay, no, no, no. Like the fart sound. Like, look, I'm not. I, I, I'd like to think that I'm a woman of like, you know, like, 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 dignified taste and shit. But like, you know, I, I, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about like. Okay, so I'm not above a good fart joke, and I'm not talking about like, like. I'm sorry, but I'm not talking. This is always the example that comes to my mind. I'm not talking about Adam Sandler aggressively farting <laughs> David Hasselhoff's face and click. I'm not talking about that. All right. Fuck we all know you joke. love that part. No, fuck I that fart that joke. Part uh, right. We all, I, I wish I could. You know, like I'm not talking about like like the gratuitous, the most that sophomore fart joke you can think of. Okay. That movie you know? is solid though. I'm I, I mean it it has moments. I mean, you know, it it it, it it's solid it's a wonderful stupid. life, and it's like we can do that too, no. but just let's just let's just pat it out with 80 minutes of dick yeah. and fart jokes and, and then like it's suddenly like <laughs> rip off it's a wonderful life at the end of the movie then we'll be as like somebody will say we're good right yeah right that's how it works now it doesn't sandler it doesn't but um doesn't adam, sandler. adam uh, not not you collins i'm sorry apologies <laughs> this is a discord but fart emojis in the chat fart emojis oh my god sorry i keep clicking on oh. fart emojis in the chat that's right oh my gosh i haven't been on twitch in so long but one of my twitch emojis is a literal fart, fart. it's like a puff of green smoke and uh, I'm very proud of that. Thanks to Boomstick uh, yes, for making Boomstick. that that emoji for me. <laughs> are you, Molly, are you going to play the game I recommended when you go back? Oh, for sure. Um, Any horror spooky game, I am down to down to play. Hey. Yeah. Anyway. Case in point. I never, I never. I want to play some cards. Yes. I, I definitely want to play some cards. You want to play some cards? So Not this, even a question. So this is even fun. if even if those cards don't involve farts, I will tell they you. <laughs> I can I can handle it. There could be a, the person who last farted takes a drink. So this is Buzz. Well, uh, I'm out. Buzz. You can buy it on Amazon. <laughs> and there is a there is an expansion pack which I own. So this is Buzz. It is a drinking game. Um, highly recommend. Um, so we'll start with a fun one, hmm. which I don't know if any of us qualify for. But all players without a middle name take a drink. Fucking weirdos. <laughs> Who doesn't, does anyone not have a middle name? I have a middle name. I do. I use. I have one. That's there's my middle name right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's my middle name. It's a basic ass Catholic middle name. Huh? Surprise, surprise. My middle name is Kate. That's that's it's a very cool. it's a very southern. Like my my uncle would call him call me Molly Kate. It's legally Kate. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Like, yeah. Uh, not Catherine or Kathleen or anything like that. Nope. Just K A T Y. That is very southern. No, not Y E. Wow. Cheers. Hey, 
This is a good drink, man. <laughs> I take a drink. I'm like, I have a middle name. I have a middle name, though. I have a middle name, and I know oh, how to I had a middle name until I pawned it for drugs. I don't know. Until I pawned it for drugs. No, I love my middle name. I don't give it enough play. Um, well, I do. That's why it's, it's my handle. Like on like whenever I like socialize, um, my middle name is Mariah. Um, it's not Mariah. It's Mariah with an M, um, which my parents told me when I was born that it had something to do with storms because I was born in the middle of um, a really terrible storm. Um, mm -hmm. Which is why they gave me my middle name. I don't know if that was just a whole bunch of BS. I've never questioned it. Um, I just, just ride with it. Uh, like, I'm just like, all right, all right. I, I, like, I just accepted it. I was just like, this is, I, I just, you know, parents are good about that. They, you know, like, like these parents, my, my parents told me this and made me feel important. So I'm just going to keep it. I'm just going to, like you said, I'm just going to roll with it. Um, and I also love it. So I try to give it love I whenever love I can. Middle name. I love <laughs> awesome. it. Mine's a, like, I'm sure there's about 12 people in the chat right now who have the middle name of Marie. It's a basic ass white Catholic middle name. So, mm. <laughs> well, hey, hey, you know, like my my oh, parents, my parents are are you know solid Midwestern God fearing people. So they did their best to uh, name me after biblical people. So I'm Adam Matthew. I, oh, um, oh, fucking course, yeah. Adam Matthew. Yeah. Now I I became I became uh, shamefully secular and uh, as I grew up. Much of their saying, chagrin. I, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, but that being said, um, you know, uh, my initials are AMC, which seems appropriate. Party. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, God help my children because I'm not going to name my sh my children fucking North or Apple, but I am <laughs> going to I am going to at least to get creative with the middle names. I, I do want to give them like a, a distinct first name, not not. Not not some flower child shit, but I am gonna give them a distinct first name. Um, their middle names is free game. It, like that's that's fair game because like that's not technically the name that you're like you know it's not like what you have to like put on a job application officially, but like mm -hmm. it's gonna be a part of your name. So you can get away with a lot with a middle name. And and I've already decided it's either gonna be my next dog's name or my first child's middle name. Um, it's either gonna be Brando, Bogart, or Bacall. Ooh. I'm sorry, but that's mm. I'm sorry, but that's what you guys are gonna get. It's either gonna be Bogart. the dog. Bogart is rad. It's either gonna be the dog or the first kid, whatever comes first. See, my so. my family is lame, and if you're a female in my family, that's your middle name is Marie. Like every single female in my family, that is our middle name. So it's like a 